Welcome to Everyday Superhumans, the podcast where we talk to ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm Kyle. And I'm Caroline. So, Caroline, it's been a long time since we've done one of these. I know. It's what? Where'd we go? Everywhere, well, apparently. You went to Colorado. Twice. Yeah. You went to what, Missouri? Yeah. <laughs> what? And that was. And I, I think I went to New York. Oh, and, you did? Well, over Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. My sister got engaged. Okay. Well, congrats to her. So now it's warm here. <laughs> yeah, as it is in Texas. Yeah. Especially Austin, Texas. It's like 70 degrees today. But Happy New Year's. You can go inside and you can develop things <laughs> with <laughs> girl, develop it. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. That <laughs> was pretty epic. Yeah. You know what? I'll give you eight out of 10 on that. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to tell the backstory? Girl, develop it. Well, they're a, they're a national nonprofit, our first national nonprofit to speak to. That's actually based on New York. Caroline did not speak to them in New York, though. Instead, he spoke to the leader of the Austin chapter, Ashley, uh, who was the co-founder of the Austin chapter and now is the lead uh, instructor for it. They provide a safe and unbiased environment for a woman who went again to coding to learn coding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could speak as an engineer myself, that in engineering school, it's a lot of men around you, and I could, feel, I could see it being uncomfortable for a woman who's just getting into it. Yeah, and there's not a lot of push when you're younger to be a coder. Mm -hmm. There's a push to be a nurse or another sort of more gender Mm one-way career. And this is um, like enlarging the gender. Like there's not so much of a gender gap. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a boy or girl, you can be a coder. Yeah. Uh, They provide uh, lessons to anybody who wants to learn coding doesn't matter if you are thinking about going to school for it, if you're just trying to develop your career further, or if you don't even know coding at all, but you want to just like understand it to either make your own website or to just like, if you're like a project manager, know what the people below you actually do. And even if you're a boy, yeah, they boys do. are allowed. Yes, it is. And I should really go because I want to get into coding. Do it. Boy, develop it. With a girl, develop it. <laughs> Uh, My name is Ashley Lowry, and I am on the leadership team of Girl Develop It, um, Austin's local chapter. Uh, Girl Develop It is a national nonprofit that focuses on getting women into the tech space. Mm -hmm. I I work for a tech company, and when I was researching about Girl Develop It, I thought, man, we got to talk to these people because there's there needs to be more women in tech. You like. We definitely think that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we try to go about it through education. Um, mm-hmm. We have a meetup. You can find us on meetup.com. It's how we organize everything for all of our chapters. Mm-hmm. We have classes, workshops. They go from two to eight hours. And yeah. it's, it's, it can be a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it can be pretty intense. Um, it's just weekend classes then, right? Yeah. Well, in Austin, we do them in the weekend. But some we have like 53 chapters, I believe. And a lot of the other ones, they kind of do what works for the space mm-hmm. or for the area. And we found with Austin weekend classes work the best okay. uh, yes, it's classes. the traffic here right it's horrible it's horrible no one wants yeah. to do that after work no. um come so, into the city after work yeah well we do no. them we try to do them all over okay. the, the city in fact that's kind of our 2017 goal mm-hmm. um if you look at the history we've been really focused in the downtown area and that's just because of the sponsors and the companies that help us and work with us but we're really looking to spread to other areas of town to try to i mean there's tech everywhere there's a big tech mm-hmm. section to the north there are cool tech companies in the east it's really just about finding space for us 
So do you currently host the meetings outside of or inside this, this office right now? Yeah, so we're sitting inside of um, Spanning Cloud App's office, and we have been hosting classes with Spanning for, I mean, five years, four years, I think, yeah. four or five wow. years since, since I've started working here. Um, and they actually, aside from providing space and food and... Um, other fun things. The, the most important thing that Spanning provides is teachers. Mm. <laughs> so after I started teaching for GDI, I had uh, my coworkers tricked into it. So oh, we had yeah. a lot of really good instructors. And they're the ones that I rely on. They come in all that they teach tons of workshops for us. Because I'm like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> girl, like, develop it. Yeah, I like, love the name of it, too. I'm like, girl, develop it. Yeah, it's like girl power, Yeah, I think. That's what um, I thought, too. Yeah. How do you become a teacher? Our meetup online, which I think we have something like 2,000 members. We spam them all at the beginning of the year with an interest survey. Just, are you interested in volunteering with us? And then the two roles that we have for volunteer opportunities are teaching assistant and actually teaching an instructor. Uh, We ask anyone who's interested in being an instructor to TA two classes first, just Mm -hmm. so they can see kind of how the classes go, you know, Mm -hmm. what the students ask, kind of the pacing and the way that we do things. And after that, if they're interested in teaching something, we have curriculum already written and they can sign up. When it, we, Ceci and I, who's my co-leader, we sort of plan out the schedule for when classes need to happen based on community interest and when we last hosted one. Mm-hmm. And then depend, we kind of like lay it out and then we go to our list and we look for the volunteers who are interested in doing that work. We reach out to them. Are you available? And we work with them in their schedule and that's how it happens. Wow. <laughs> so what kind of classes does GDI offer? The- uh, so one of the things that really like our set apart um, piece is that we offer introductory classes. So mm-hmm. we assume that you you can show up and not really know anything outside of like turning your computer on. Oh wow! Um, so, very, so my mom much. could show up. Your mom could show up. Okay. Um, I have had moms. I've had grandmas. Um, anyone is is really able to show up. And if there's something that we require you to know for a workshop, it's listed under the mm-hmm. description as a okay. prereq. And it's something we offer. Or if we don't offer it, you know, or maybe we're not, it's not on the schedule immediately, mm-hmm. or you missed it, we a lot of times tell you, you can go find a tutorial on this website or do this bit of work and it'll set you up so that you could come to this class and learn this thing. I, introduction to HTML and CSS is our most popular. Oh, and then yeah, after yeah, that, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, a lot of web development classes. Mm-hmm. We focus on web development. When Ceci and I started running the meetup, because it was actually founded by a woman named Garen Means, she left Austin and put Ceci and me in charge. And when we, one of our big goals was to kind of add new curriculum to what we were offering. Mm-hmm. And we've started doing some more abstract classes like introduction to algorithms, Ooh. which is a little bit more computer science, yeah. really it's getting like into that problem degree. solving. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was, a, we did it once um, towards the end of this year and it was a massive success. So we'll continue to pull in classes like that as well. Um, but just a lot of introduction to things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's our big goal. Get you mm-hmm. set up. It's on your computer. You know how to do it. Now you can go home and play with it some more. Mm-hmm. And then you have a network of people too. Yeah. Because you meet so many people here. Yeah, we have, um, we're really a launch pad, I think, for a lot of people. We tell them, you know, now that you sort of have an introduction to JavaScript, these are the meetups you might want to check out and, you know, grab a buddy and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, community. And, but you got like, like connections like the startups here in Austin too, right? Yeah. So we're not really, we get, we get asked a lot for um, kind of recruiting type things, but it's not our purpose with GDI. And that's what I always tell the recruiters. <laughs> we have people who are just starting. Um, we actually have three main kinds of people that show up to our workshops. 
people who work with someone who does code, like product managers, Mm -hmm. and they just want to understand better what those people are doing. So that's a big, like people who are set in their career and they're just looking for other skills to have. Then we have the people who love and care about someone who codes and they want to know more about what that person is doing. Oh, I've had, sweet. my brother does it, but I can't learn from him. So I'm coming in to learn from someone who doesn't yell at me and make snarky comments. <laughs> That's, um, so you have a lot of people who are just sort of exploring, you know, it's a hobby. And then we have the people who are not in love with their job anymore. And they're thinking mm-hmm. this might be for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, before they go and sign up for a $10,000 boot camp, they're saying, mm-hmm. well, maybe I need to see if this is even something I enjoy doing. And that segment of our of our students has really grown, uh, especially with the number of boot camps in town. Mm-hmm. Like this whole tech education thing is really on a boom in Austin. And we have a lot of people that come in with that mindset. So we Definitely. have... A lot of people that are serviced by what we do, but they're not job searching. You know, they're they're beginning, mm-hmm. um, and, and so that's what I usually tell recruiters: is, is you know, you might be interested in my instructors and my TAs, but my students are really just starting on their path. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be a senior Java engineer, right. sure. which is what people email me about. Like that yeah. doesn't that takes you, a while. Yeah, did, did you read our just blurb? A bit. <laughs> that takes like the eight hour classes that you have to be a part in. Yeah, but. Yeah, because I used to work in uh, the media. I worked at a newspaper, and then I was really interested in tech, and I thought about going back to school. But then I actually didn't go back to school, and like I landed a tech job. And it's great because you learn like while you're going. And with like GDI, you can continue to learn on the side, and you don't have to spend like you know $5,000 going back to school and everything. Yeah. We, I mean, we do have a lot of people that come in who are maybe already professional developers or they're, you know, database administrators, mm-hmm. but they don't know PHP. They mm-hmm. don't know JavaScript. They do something else and they want to learn this new language. And so they'll start with us to kind of give them that boost to go forward. And then, you know, after that, I love to tell my students, when you leave, you are now equipped to ask Google the questions you need to ask. Yeah. And you know what questions I, you need to ask. I swear that's like most of like learning programming. I've taught myself programming on the side just as like a hobby. And it's all like knowing how to Google the right stuff. Mm-hmm. That's yes. like, but also like having like a basic understanding of the syntax and the language itself. Yeah, so that the answers make sense yeah. to you. Like, I was going to ask though, is uh, on the website it says like you try to provide like a safe and comforting space for women that want to learn code. Yes. Is it? I mean, I'm I'm an engineer by in my background. I'm a mechanical engineer, and through engineering school, it's mostly all guys. There, like one girl in each class. Mm-hmm. Is it like more hostile towards women in classes like that, or um, what's like? Do you just feel like out of place? So, like, I mean, I can only speak from maybe studies that I've read and even my personal experience. I, I have a computer science degree, so there were a couple of classes where I was the only girl. I think that what happens to a lot of women, men and women behave differently in a classroom, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's a I think it's Sheryl Sandberg did a talk and it was something like, I tell them I'll accept three more. I tell a room I will accept three more questions. And at the end of the three questions, the women all put their hands down. The men do not. Um, And so there's just, there's a much different behavior in the classroom and men, I would say, are more aggressive by what I've seen. And not not the men that are showing up to our GDI classes. They're really nice. And and they, you know, we actually, we never limit the number of questions. You can keep asking. But um, just there is certain behaviors. And men walk in being 
society has declared this is an area where they are the experts. Mm -hmm. And so there's definitely an an attitude that I've seen in a lot of male students. I used to TA the uh, introduction to computer science and data structures classes in college. And I would see it all the time. It'd be like, write me a piece of code that colors this purple. They would write a piece of code, it would be red, and they would be like, this is the most amazing working thing I've ever written. And you're like, that is not the color purple. And they'd be like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I'm a genius and I have improved it. Um, meanwhile, the girl's done it and you know, maybe it's like lavender and not like purple purple and she's freaked out that it's not purple purple and it's just lavender and she's sitting next to someone who's touting how wonderful they are and mm-hmm. it's, it's just not necessarily a comfortable environment. It's kind of weird when you're going to go in and do something new and you know that you're, there's no one else in that class like mm-hmm. you. So mm-hmm. with GDI, we're like, no, no, no. You'll be mostly with other women. You don't have to worry about that person making red flowers. Um, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, men are more competitive? I, no, no. I don't think that's a, yeah. a tech space issue. I think that's just a, a general question. Like, and if you look at sports and whatnot. And, yeah. yeah, I think... Like, the data at least shows that a but not saying that that is inherently true. I'm actually yeah. a very uncompetitive person, but that's just yeah. me. Versus me, I'm a highly competitive. I didn't yeah. notice I was the only girl in class. I was like, I'm winning. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but that's not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, a lot of the you know the women that I assist and, and tutor and mentor in GDI are not. They don't have the same attitude that I do, which is, you know. Mm-hmm. I suppose why I did it and didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. So what personally got you got into coding versus like, like it is like mostly a guy's thing right now. And you said that you came here in 07, right? So that was like, yeah, I started coding right before I started high school. Oh, oh wow. I taught yeah. myself how to code. Um, I, I, what I picked, built websites. What your interest? <laughs> so I spent, I was in Germany where you didn't have the internet, um, like available all the time and it was oh. dial up age. And my dad was oh. like, Oh heck no. You have to pay the ISP for every minute you're online and the telephone company. That's crazy. I'm not doing that kid. Get off the internet. <laughs> but when we moved back to the States it was right before high school and we had AOL. So you're online all the time. And I might have been mildly addicted to the internet. My parents thought there was something wrong and my dad couldn't stand that I was wasting all my time. So he came up to me one day and he's like, kid, I bet you don't know how that website works. Hmm. And I'm looking, I'm like, don't care. It's coming up. And he goes, no, 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 for real, check this out. And he sent me to howstuffworks.com and they had this tutorial on HTML and CSS, how web pages work. And I made a little web page and my dad comes up. He's like, that's cool. You want to build me a website? And I was like, dad, dad, please. I don't have that kind of knowledge. I need a book. So he took me to the bookstore and I got this book on HTML and I built my dad a website and that was the beginning. And then after that, yeah, yeah, that was super easy. I was like, okay, I need something harder. I think I need to be a programmer. I think, no, I think I need to be a hacker. So I had this massive plan to be a criminal and (laughs) my dad was like, just don't get into trouble, kid. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool, dad. I won't get caught. You were the one that started it, dad, you know? (laughs) (laughs) To a life of crime. (laughs) I even once. I owe it to you, dad. Yeah. (laughs) Everything you read though about being a hacker though, like if you don't want to be a script kitty, which is totally not respectable, you Mm -hmm. have to learn how to code. So I was like, I will program C. I've heard of C. So I got my dad to take me to the bookstore and I get this book on, um, on C and that was just kind of the end of it. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. Do you remember what the first is... program you wrote was? Uh, well, hello world. That's what everyone writes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Hey, if my students have taught me anything. It is never too late to pick up that other thing that you want to yeah, do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, how did you get involved with uh, GDI since you said that you weren't the founder of this group? I was not. Um, so I, I was working up at IBM and I had this mentor there who started 
exploring things that were happening downtown. And she goes, oh, there's this meetup called All Girl Hack Night. We should go. And that was a meetup. I don't know if it still exists. I haven't, obviously haven't been in a long time. Uh, but they, they were just a, it was a group of women who were in the tech space. They, they were already professionals in that area and just to kind of meet up and meet other women professionals. And the woman who ran that heard of Girl Develop It and decided she was going to start a chapter. So she announces in this meetup I show up, this random meetup I show up oh. to, that I'm going to start this thing called Girl Develop It, our chapter here. They're, they're out of New York, but you know we're going to teach classes and it'll let me know if anyone's interested. Meanwhile, my friend's like stabbing me with her elbow because I love teaching. And she goes, there you go. And so I, I TA'd the first class um, that Garen taught, which was our HTML and CSS class. And after that, I started teaching them. Uh, so I was, I was technically the first instructor um, hired oh, wow. that was not the, the founder of the group. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think she left in 2013, I believe. So we were founded in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's fast, been, GDI started in 2010. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. So GDI started in 2010. Austin was a really early chapter. Yeah. So we're one of the older ones. Um, and then two years after Garen had started it, and I'd been teaching and TAing all of that time, she was stepping down and, and out of Austin mm-hmm. and she put me, she was like, I'm going to put you in charge and you're going to do this with Ceci because Ceci actually knows how to run a meetup because mm-hmm. Ceci um, co-runs Refresh Austin, which is a hugely popular meetup here in town. What's the theme of the meetup group? That It's a tech meetup okay. and it's a lot of, um, it's designers and developers mix and they do things that kind of appeal to both those crowds, web, web development, mm-hmm. um, design and, and code. And so Ceci definitely knew what was going on, which was great. Cause while I'm a highly technical person, I'd never run a meetup before. What do you mean community organization? Like it's <laughs> what, <laughs> what are the uh, biggest challenges right now is getting women into coding at this current point? Like, is it just the hostility? Like you said earlier, not the hostility, but the, the competitiveness or, um, is it just lack of just like, like it's like a boys game right now. You can make it more available at a younger age. I really believe that we are going to fix it by getting people in at a younger age and convincing them when they're 13 that mm-hmm. math is cool mm-hmm. yeah. um, and to kind of follow that STEM track. And there are a lot of organizations that focus on that. We've Girls Start for really young people in town and Chick Tech works with um, kind of the middle-aged high school group, I think. And then um, we also have uh, Girls Who Code mm-hmm. and they do a lot. They're, they're really awesome. Um, I've, I've worked with them through the stuff that I've done with GDI. They found me and they've asked me to come in and speak to their students and things during classes that they have during the summer. And they're just fantastic. I, I think that the biggest problem is that women just don't consider it an option when they're, mm-hmm. they're thinking about what will mm-hmm. I do with my life. Mm-hmm. And so really getting them when you kind of enter into college and saying like, you could study coding. I think that would be mm-hmm. probably where the big fix is going to come from. But in the meantime, things like after, after college, a continuing education yeah. uh, mm-hmm. is a really good way to get a lot of diversity into the tech space. I actually think it's going to be, orga- I mean, organizations like GDI, we're introducing them and then Things like boot camps are really teaching them, you know, enough skills to become a, that for that to be a career path. And I think that their claim to fame is going to be the amount of diversity that they bring to the workforce. Because if you go and look at those classes or you look at a GDI class, I mean, you're you're not seeing the typical tech face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps because the young people, even as they're considering it, they're going to need to see role models. Yeah, role models um, are super important. Yeah, like this. I, I yeah. was just about to be like, who's your role model? 
oh, my role model is a video game character and not a real person. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel like mildly obsessed with Tomb Raider, just a uh, little bit. <laughs> so that's, what, Laura Croft? Yeah, okay. yeah. That's I like, actually played those games. Never played oh, them. I heard the new ones are great, though. They're amazing. Yeah, I have a I mean. Laura Croft game. I have yeah. a Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was also my dad's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the games you have, uh, you like, like, what's your top five favorite games? Oh, um, Legend of Zelda, A Link yes. to the Past oh, yeah. for Super Nintendo is way up there. I think I, Majora's Mask is the best, though. Uh, I didn't play it. I'm all about the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Me too. I, I was all about the Super Nintendo. Dating myself, but that is my favorite <laughs> yeah. console. No. Yeah. <laughs> when they came out with a vintage one, oh, yes, whatever, you can't get I wanted anywhere. to get it's totally it. It's sold out. Yeah. I was so upset. Like instantly sold out like in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Totally gone. <laughs> I love Portal. That's like the yeah. problem-solving game, right? That That's... game will make you feel so smart for solving anything, too. Yes. Like, you walk away. I'm a genius. I figured out how to get into the room. <laughs> yeah. Portal 2, this co-op, was like the best idea ever. Is oh, it like it escape room? Like those escape rooms where you're trying to get out, but it's video game mode? Uh, I guess kind of, but... I could see that. It's not not quite the same kind of puzzles that you're solving. You have one tool, and you have to yeah. figure out how to manipulate it in huh. the space you to get you... You have a portal gun. Oh. Yeah. And certain walls you can shoot four walls on, and certain walls you can't shoot four walls on. Ooh. And you need to get from point A to point B. And it sounds pretty easy. He's like, oh, portals. I was like, shoot to the other side of the room. And I'm out. No, it's super hard. <laughs> like, you have like a ridiculous things. Like, you need to do like, some crazy jumps sometimes. You need to like, use like this goose stuff to make you bounce more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great game. You should, you should play it. I always like the tycoon games where you build <laughs> oh. like Mall Tycoon. Or a roller coaster park tycoon. <laughs> that was my favorite growing up. Always like a roller like, coaster tycoon was my favorite games. Mm-hmm. RCT too. As an engineer, that would that <laughs> definitely <laughs> makes sense yeah. how to build. But anyway, I like totally derailed on video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So, what is the um, age range of GDI? Like, who all can come? Does it start at eighteen? It or? starts at eighteen, eighteen and up, and really after that, it. it it's open. Like we have every age show up. Mm. So there isn't, I mean, I'd probably say most of the people that show up are in their late twenties, thirties kind mm. of time frame. maybe even mm. 40 mm-hmm. people who are, have already tried a career. Mm. Cause I think that at this point is our biggest group. The people who have tried. And then if you think about it, you know, I'm in a career and I need to know these people better, or I'm in a career and I want to get out. That's two thirds of our group. So there's a lot of people that are in that area. Yeah. Just remember, like, what's the age? I don't ask them, oh, okay. but yeah, uh, not, people that's not who have yeah. looked age. older than my mother have shown up. Um, she'd probably be mad <laughs> at me if I said how old you? she was. Yeah. But I'm going to say just south of 60 is probably oh, wow. the oldest okay. student that I've had that I could identify for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, when is your next like uh, meetup? Oh, how so- do you... How do you know? How do we know? Yes. Uh, well, you would know, you know? by going to meetup.com slash girl develop at Austin. One okay. more. But uh, it's actually, they'll be hyphenated. But if you go to meetup.com and you look for mm. girl develop at Austin, we'll be right there. We tend to shut down after Thanksgiving because people are busy with family mm-hmm. and they travel and our classes end up being one person. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we, we really do start very, very strong in the beginning of the year. So if you actually were to go and look, we have at least four classes listed uh, starting January 7th. And they just kind of, they're going every weekend after that. Okay. And we're starting with like our most like introductory intro to HTML and CSS where I started, like come and yeah. learn that. And then if you like that, here are the kind of the next steps. And I we, think I'm going to come. 
Yo, yeah. yes, I please do. That would yeah. be awesome. You mean once a week, you said? Um, well, actually, we don't. It's not always once a week. In the high times where we have a lot of participation, it will be once a week. But then we have sort of some sluggish times, like the end of the year. And there's mm-hmm. somewhere in summer where people disappear. People I'm not really sure. Yeah. yeah. We have, our classes tend to be, a, it, can, it can be as small as six or... The largest is 20, but average is going to be 10 to 12 students. And for every, at least every five students, we have a teaching assistant. Uh, so wow. it's a, there's a lot of attention. Like you, you will never be stuck. You will never be left behind. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we make sure that everyone is kind of staying pace with class. And if there's something that's going, you know, awry, um, I always tell them, I was like, raise your hand or start making pouty faces at a TA. They will be over to <sighs> help you. And we just kind of make sure that everyone's, you know, staying with us as we build things. Do you um, do it mostly on computer? Like you bring Oh, yes. Computer? So you bring your computer. You have mm-hmm. to bring your own computer. And one of the reasons for that is it means when you leave, you know how to use that software. Mm-hmm. You know how to use that program, that IDE or text editor or whatever it is that you're using. And now you can go home and build some more things. Nice. And that's a really big, I always tell people, it's like, I don't want to see your faces until you've built something else. Because I've had some people that just show up to class after class and I'm like, guys, what did you go home and build? And they're like, uh, I'm here. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go home and build me a, go build me a page about your yeah. kitten. Like, yeah, you have to, you know, put it into practice. That is the number one way to learn. Like, we will come here, yeah. we will teach you the building blocks, yeah. how they fit together. But if you go home and build something, you will be, like, golden. Just that's go home and build. That's why I like those web schools. Um where you they show you what to do, like HTML, and then you go and you practice it on mm-hmm. the website, and you can see if you mm-hmm. did it right or if you didn't do it right. Yeah. That's a lot like our workshops. So we have someone that stands up there. They give you information. They show you an example. They walk through an example with you, and then they say, and now that you know how to do those things, do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, while that's happening, there are TAs and the instructor walking around making sure that everyone is no one's stuck and everyone is, mm. is kind of moving along in that way or if someone needs cool. extra help or something. And all the classes are free? Um, no, our, the classes, they much? are charged. Um, we do $10 per hour of instruction, so it mm. really varies for how long the class goes. Mm. The funds go back to the chapter so that we mm. can do things like provide scholarships for people who oh, can't okay. afford the class nice. um, or you know, to fund community events. Mm. And GDI is actually, as an organization, has like an accountant and we have mm. staff, so it goes to pay them as mm. well. And then we do give some money to our teachers uh, for giving us their time. Mm. I mean, it, mm. our people are professionals. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. It's, it's, it, yeah. it is still volunteering in my book based on you know what we would pay them, but it's just a thank you for bringing their their time and smiles yeah. to our classrooms. Do you have any like uh, holiday parties or any like like social, just more social um, gatherings? So we do. Really, um, those are not scheduled. So we don't have any set holiday party. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the web bash that happens oh, wow. in town. And so that's just kind of where I tell them all to go. And oh, it's, okay. it's a it's, what's a web bash? That the web bash good. is a huge tech party that happens downtown usually at um, Buffalo Billiards, I think is oh, where nice. it was okay. the last couple yeah. of times. But it's, it's just all of the tech meetups in town. People, you know, put aside their language differences for a night and the javascripters mixed with the pythoners and whatnot and uh, they all play together and it's, it's just that's what it is it's just a big party um, nice. for all the the tech groups in town so i tell them to go to that we don't have one that's gdi specific mm-hmm. um, but we do have parties whenever there's i guess we would say a reason to like mm-hmm. we had a party 
for OSCON that we were, we had the booth in the O'Reilly conference. We worked mm-hmm. with Chick Tech and kind of joined forces and put together, put together a little social happy hour uh, nice. with them. So it's, that's just a surprise. You have to sign up and read the emails. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Okay. So we are everyday superhumans. So we always ask, like, if you were a superhero, what would your superhero name be? Oh gosh! I know. Every it's, single time, it's like it could be anybody. It could be that anybody, exist, or like your own made-up one, like coding girl or something. That. <laughs> coding girl. Coding girl. That's cute. Can I just <laughs> steal that one? <laughs> yeah. We end up usually we end up coming up with a superhero. You, you we're like one. actually, we become a we superhero think. think tank at the end of each podcast. Yeah. And it's like, That's what yeah. Oh no 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 no! I am a JavaScript huntress. JavaScript, oh, yeah. uh, JavaScript huntress. Yes, that's really. Cool. So I, I do archery. Um, oh, okay. That's so I had a. It's actually I didn't even come up with that. Gordon, my coworker and also GDI instructor, um, uh-huh. <laughs> this is like another one I recruited. He yeah. came up with that when I was trying to come up with what I was going to write in my Twitter profile. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. he's like, why don't you just call yourself a JavaScript huntress? And I was like, I love that it. That is awesome. So that's, <laughs> that's yes. yes, it's going to be J H yeah. across my chest. That's that's probably one of our best ones, I think. <laughs> Hey, don't change favoritisms. Yeah. I love all my guests. I know. I just did it. Accordingly. No. Code your face off with Girl Develop It. You can find the next meetup by going to meetup.com and searching for Girl Develop It Austin or whatever city you're in. You can also learn more about Girl Develop It at girldevelopit.com where you can find your local chapters and get to coding. We know you're busy saving the world. So between helping the homeless and finding your arch nemesis, get your superhuman fix at everydaysuperhumans.com to learn more about being a superhuman. You can also like us on facebook.com slash everydaysuperhumans. Tweet at us about how you're saving the world at superhumanscast and see what we're up to on Instagram at everydaysuperhumans. Oh, and if you're looking for a new superhero costume, you could also order an official Everyday Superhumans t-shirt. Just give us an email at everydaysuperhumans at gmail.com and we'll be happy to get back with you. Use your powers to help us by rating and subscribing to us on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, or whatever you get your podcast. One more announcement before we go. Caroline and I will be off the air for a while to begin working on season three of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you on suggestions during this time. Anything from constructive feedback to guests you want to hear from. You can send us your suggestions to us through Facebook, Twitter, or email. And remember, not every hero has to fly. So grab your cape and let's go. For all the lost. For all the lost content. <laughs>